Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. So glad you are with us on this Friday. We're laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger. I don't have a devotion in motion and there's nothing in the mailbag today. Instead, I just need to get something off my chest. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have been getting ready for Sunday. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of study. Uh-huh. And I'm also doing a lot of prayer, a lot of prayer time this week. And for the last couple days, it's just been overwhelming what God is speaking to me. And I don't even know how to even verbalize it because I hate... Let's do it on a a podcast then. (laughs) I don't know how to verbalize this. Let's take away everything except the verbal aspect. (laughs) Put it out there. (laughs) Let me rephrase. I don't know if I'll verbalize it correctly. Oh, I'm sure you will. You'll find a way. I'll find my words. Um, (laughs) Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Somebody comes forward and they say, the end is near. Certainly I have seen the evidence and the end is... And they don't give a great explanation as to why, or they just start throwing out dates or there's all kinds of stuff. Look, if you go back just in the last 120 years since 1900, you can look at World War One. You can look at World War Two with Hitler and all of those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. You can look at Israel becoming a nation again in 48. You can look at the, you know, the Seven Day War in 67. You can look at all of those things and the creation of satellite television. And a lot of that has a lot to do with prophecy, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And you could say that, you know, the end is going to happen by 1988. Or remember 2012? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so we get just uh, numb to it. It all yeah. becomes white noise. But here's what I'm saying. The end is near. (laughs) Now, I don't know if this means Jesus is going to return, but I'm going to lay out for what I'm seeing right now. And I'm just going to lay out some visuals that I am watching. And then I've got a few scriptures that I want to share with you towards the end that it's mostly about knowledge. Okay. And Emily, you're ready to comment as well. But I'm going to start this with a little bit of a um, disclaimer. Okay. okay. My disclaimer is such. <laughs> Jesus may return before I'm done speaking this podcast and you're listening to the podcast and Emily and I, he could come back before that's over. Okay. True. But he could also tarry for four years or eight years or 12 years or 50 years or 200 years and still line up perfectly with scripture. God's ways are so far above our ways. But I will say this. Okay. When you look at what we have been waiting on as far as all of the prophecies lining up, especially with Israel becoming a nation again, Mm -hmm. and all of those things that are supposed to happen, that right now there are four elements that I want to talk about that I see as being um, just too much of a evidence in my face to be a coincidence to be discarded. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have to be looking around. Uh, God tells us in his word that, you know, the way that we see spring is coming. Yeah. And we know that it's going to be planting season. Or, and we know that. How do you figure that stuff out? You look at what's yeah. going on around you mm-hmm. and you figure out, you know what, this is, the, I need to get stuff in the ground now or I need I need to wait a little bit longer. We have to pay attention to the things that are going on around us. The scripture says when the tree starts to, to bud leaves, you know spring is near. Exactly. I mean, it's pretty simple. Well, point number one I want to make is that vaccine passports, they are coming yep. and they are coming fast because something happened this week and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but something happened this week that a lot of people 
people are just glossing over and they're going about their business. Oh, there's so much we're glossing over. (laughs) I know. But Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom won his recall in the 60 some percent to, to 30 some percent. And what that did in my opinion, was it just totally justified the fact that whatever election frauds that they want to put forward, they know they're going to be able to pull it off again. There is no repercussions. They there's had, no yeah. justice. There's no nothing. And that's yeah, coming in just a little matter, bit. Yeah. But the next day on Wednesday, L.A. County announced vaccine passports are coming and they're going to be mandatory. Now, what is a vaccine passport? What that means is you can't go anywhere or do anything in the society without proving that you've been vaccinated. Now, I would love to do an expose about some of the whistleblowers coming out of Pfizer and Moderna who are basically saying the vaccine is kind of a bioweapon. It's not even a vaccine, but that's for another day. We're talking about the end of of days yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. the vaccine passport at a minimum at a minimum is a pre-runner to the mark of the beast whether that mark of the beast officially comes in two years four years 20 years i don't know but it's a forerunner the next thing i want to point out is a rampant lawlessness we know that lawlessness will be rampant during the time of the end and i honestly thought during the obama administration it couldn't get more blatant boy was i wrong <laughs> And during the Trump administration, I think that the Russian hoax that they were able to stretch that out for two years and control the media narrative. And even when they were busted, stone cold busted that the whole thing was a fraud, they still just swept that under the rug and kept going. And the American public just went, whatever. (laughs) And they knew then they could get away with anything. So the lawlessness is running rampant. I mean, if you look at those gymnasts. You know, that the, the FBI, they, they've got evidence that the FBI didn't even do anything. How about this General Miley guy? The fake president is actually backing a guy who executed treason. I mean, there is no more law that we can hope for, no more elections that we can hope for. Am I wrong in feeling that way? Uh, no. Well, when we go back to God's word, and it talks about the end times really throughout the Bible in both Old Testament, New Testament, and then, of course, the book of Revelation really kind of brings it into focus. But throughout the scriptures, it tells us that in the last days, there, you know, evil's really going to abound and abound like it never has before on earth. And that's kind of, you know, scary and everything. But we're watching right now, like one of of the verses is, is that evil will be on their minds continually. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered, how is that possible? I mean, there's times where it's like, you know, hey, I think I'll call my granddaughter or, hey, you know, like, how could you have evil on your mind continually? I can see it from here. Mm -hmm. I really can see it from here, from some of the characters that are playing on the world stage right now and how their influence is growing, even in just like the common man, your next door neighbor, those thoughts and that mindset is becoming the mindset of the majority. Number three, first is the vaccine passports. Number two is the lawlessness, which we could do a whole podcast on just the lawlessness. (laughs) Number three is the depraved mind delusion. Okay. Okay, Romans chapter one is pretty simple. God gives people over to a depraved mind. Is there any more delusion than the fake President Biden administration? And here's the thing. If I was going to tell you even five years ago, maybe 10 years ago, guaranteed that we would actually have a person that would take over commander in chief that was 
pretty much incompetent most of the time that would do whatever he was told and that the White House would literally cut the feed before he answered any questions afraid of what he might say. Would you believe that that was even possible? Yeah, I gotta say, you always think, well, in America, that could never happen. Well, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening yeah. because we are willfully being deceived yes. by a depraved oh, mind absolutely. in the common culture. I mean, we have people that don't even know a bathroom to use on any given day. <laughs> and, and unfortunately... It's, it's a depraved mind a la Romans chapter 1. Unfortunately, that has come into the church as well. Not to say that true blood-bought believers are believing this, but people who walk into the church, profess Christ as Savior, sit in the pews every week, and go out and do good deeds during the rest of the week, um, even they're falling for it. I mean, I'm hearing people in my very close circle saying things like, um, you know, this is what I'm going to believe, even though I guess it's kind of probably not true. I'm, I'm just going to believe it anyway. Right. I'm choosing to believe that. Yeah. And it's like, what? If what? I if, if I if I go against this belief, that changes the whole narrative of my whole life that I've staked my life on. Right, and, and they're and not willing to do it. And many yeah. of them have kicked God out, so it doesn't matter anymore. So they literally pacify themselves with their delusional statements, yeah, it's a comfort. which they them know they themselves know is probably false. Right. I was talking with a parishioner the other day, and he said that about fifteen twenty years ago, he had every argument against abortion. And this guy was pro-choice. And he sat down with this guy and he laid out all six of these things. And the guy agreed with all six. Right. And he said, well, then certainly you're going to become pro-life. And he said, no, no. I'm going to stay pro-choice. Why do people do that? We see that all the time. And uh, that's the great delusion that you were talking about. It, it's no longer rational. There's no longer logic and reason that rule the day. It's feeling and it's, you know, just where I want to be. And, and my reality doesn't have to be your reality. And now it it is no longer logical. And so sometimes putting that truth out there is good and beneficial. But other times you're going to see that you're going to put that truth out there. And they just can't latch on to it. No. They just can't. No. And God tells us that that's the case. Right. That if you, you know, look at Pharaoh. You know, he rejected God. He rejected God. He rejected God. He hardened his heart. He hardened his heart. He hardened his heart. And then you know what God did? God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Once Hooked God, his goose. Once God, <laughs> well, yeah, once God hardens your heart, you're done. It's and, sealed. It's and done. And when your yeah. conscience gets cauterized and cut into a point where you can't be repaired, the only thing that can break through is the Holy Spirit. Even logic, even share, you know, sharing the gospel, let the word of God be the mm -hmm. unleashed tiger on the soul. That's our only hope. Right. So if the end is near, now what? Okay. Okay. So let's just review. Good question. The vaccine passports. Hand in glove with lawlessness, hand in glove with depraved minds who literally can't take care of themselves. Right, yeah. We have watched our supposed leaders give up Americans in Afghanistan where there should Washington should be overrun right now. <laughs> Again, we have people I have had people in my that are good, honest people who have said well once they steal the election and they start doing stuff there'll be a civil war no there won't be because only six to seven percent of americans actually are bible believing christians i just read a statement from barna that 68 percent of those who call themselves either saved born again or evangelical one of those three things 68 percent deny the holy spirit right. is a god yeah, yeah. It's, it's an amazing thing what we're looking at so those the three things are 
The vaccine passport is ushering in the pre-runner to the mark of the beast. Lawlessness is running rampant, and the deception, depraved mind is everywhere. So that brings me to point number four. If the end is near, now what? Well, it's time for Christians, the remnant church, if we are 6 or 8%, it's time for us to wake up and totally submit to a life of prayer and reaching out with the gospel with everything that we have, and we need to do it without fear. Let me hit you with a couple uh, scriptures here about knowledge. Okay. Commit yourself to instruction. Listen carefully to words of knowledge, Proverbs 23, 12. Enthusiasm without knowledge is not good. You can act too quickly. You might make a mistake, Proverbs 19, 2. That's kind of a very paraphrased translation of Proverbs 19, 2. How about uh, Psalm 86, 11? It says, teach me your ways, Yahweh, and I will live by your truth. Give me an undivided mind to fear your name, only to fear the name of Yahweh. Again, you know, don't fear the man who can kill the body. Fear the God who can not only kill the body, but also cast the soul into hell. And we are not supposed to fear. I've got a couple scriptures here. You ready? All right. That's very appropriate at this juncture. I mean, fear <laughs> fear juncture. is ruling the day, especially with this COVID. But then it's not just the COVID. It's, it's other things as well, where people, even believers, are... They're starting to see how real this is and they're fighting back that fear because we know that is not uh, how how we're supposed to govern ourselves day to day out of that. Out of With that the end is near, now what? Okay, well, first of all, let's panic, let's freak out, let's <laughs> hoard food. Push and shove, everybody. <laughs> Push and shove. Stockpile food and ammo. <laughs> no, I think we need to look out for our, our covenant partnerships. I think we got to look oh, out for absolutely. those people that we are the tightest The brethren, with. the and brethren. If yeah. vaccine passports are going to be you know, the norm, and there are a lot of us that aren't going to take the vaccine, we may end up living in commune-type living. Who knows what's going to happen, but we're not supposed to fear. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Then the big one. Yeah. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Mark 5.36 says, be not afraid, only believe. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I love that. I talked to so many people and, and I've been here myself where you've just gone through some devastating things in life and it leaves its mark on you and you move forward the best way that you can. And every once in a while, I'll just get that reminder. Those difficult things that we went through in the past prepared us for the difficult things we had to go through later on. It's like a stepping, a staircase, yeah. you know what I mean? And you're just getting, you're just, every strenuous thing you go through, just, it gets you to the next plateau. Yes. It gets you to the next stair, but you got a whole staircase to go. Yeah. And so that's what we have to remember, talking about people living by faith, yep. not fearing that Jesus is going to give us a piece that the not the kind of peace that that the world offers you not mm-hmm. big fat bank accounts not health and wealth and popularity not those types of things and even if it comes if if Jesus is coming next week what does that matter for those of us who truly want him but he's giving us those opportunities for us to look back and go oh yeah you know what god walked with us through that 
and he walked with us through this other thing and, and he'll he walk walked with, with us, us through, through this. this and it and the reality is it doesn't matter how bad it gets god's going to walk through that with you as well yeah. and so hang on to those and don't be sad that god's putting you through a trial or a testing and he's cuz he's growing your faith and he's getting you ready for the things he knows that you have to go through and he's he's getting you ready to walk through that with him and not stumble and not fall down he's going to keep you going so well i would just like to review okay vaccine passports <laughs> and the, i know there's some pro vax people that listen to the podcast and, and, I, and I just want to tell you yeah. there's nothing wrong I'm not going to take a, a stance on uh, those who've gotten the vaccine, just like I'm not taking a stand against those who have not taken the vaccine. I can just tell you, show me your papers, vaccine passport right. for something that does not even stop this particular virus. Yeah. It, why we have to have this, it's all about control. Right. There's no question a vaccine passport is a pre-runner to yeah. a Mark of the Beast Antichrist system. And a lot of people will twist that. Like we're anti-science, anti-vaccine, anti, and it's just like no, no we no. we've been vaccinated. Our, our kids have some vaccines. We haven't had all of them, you know, but right. the ones that that we felt were important and the ones that we needed, we we took. But the thing is, that's not the problem. The vaccine itself isn't the problem. It's the it's that it's those that are taking this situation and using it. Uh, for control and it's that's un- the problem and it's unbelievable because of the delusion that people are under yeah. you can't even look at at any of these other things that actually work against covid like hydroxychloroquine yeah. they're actually eliminating that they're from getting the rid of it getting rid of and ivermectin. so when the propaganda is on this strong you have to ask yourself why what's really at the heart of it science out of israel is showing that vaccinated people actually carry and spread the disease more yeah. than unvaccinated yeah. do yeah. so i don't understand what the need of the vaccine passport is it just has antichrist darkness written all over it that's a fact well and not only that but real recently they came out and said oops it looks like your antibodies after the vaccine they don't hang around that long which means you're gonna have to probably get another booster yeah. and another booster and the another booster, booster is where the evil really booster. is and that's a whole nother podcast and that's how they will keep it that's how they'll keep the vaccine mantra alive mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like eventually you know like polio eventually there wasn't much polio polio is still around but there's not you don't see it very much right. you know what i mean but they have to keep this alive yeah. and so that's the method by which they're doing it so vaccine passports number one number two it, just in review as we sign off today is lawlessness we are seeing that there is no equal opportunities under the law for those of us who no are equality. being wrong no. uh, you can do anything apparently you can even have a back channel to a Chinese general which is treason and you can just get a pat on the head from the current fake president and everything's good I feel bad for the gymnasts who were trusting the FBI that had stone cold evidence this guy was molesting these girls and the FBI did nothing that is lawlessness run amok that is end times type stuff exactly but when it comes to that lawlessness <laughs> it's not taking god by surprise he is you know he's coming again mm-hmm. and he's not coming like a baby in a manger he's not coming as the lion, the lion of judah mm-hmm. i mean it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very different jesus that we see face to face 
not a different Jesus, but it will be him in all his fullness and all his glory. You know, Emily, you had been talking in a Bible study recently about how when people see Jesus, they can't put their trust in him because they can't put faith in something that's that, that's that oh, obvious. Right. Yeah. Once they see him, it's it's over. You right. Know? And uh, they're going to uh, see, you know, this incredible God. Talking about the great white throne judgment, and it talks about how we will all stand before Jesus and every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. But who's standing before him, both believers and non-believers? And right after that is the separation. Is the separation where the non-believers will go into the lake of fire and we get to be with Jesus. And and it's kind of like really well, we're all here, we're all bowing, we're all acknowledging now that you are who you are. How come they still have to go into the lake of fire? Because how are you saved? You are saved by grace through faith. faith. Go on. Faith. That's a foghorn of faith, man. Faith. (laughs) You're saved by faith. That came out very bad. I apologize to everyone right now. You listening, I'm so sorry. Faith. (laughs) Emily, take it away. Do you need a Tums? Faith. Uh, serious point here. I know, I at know, because I got a big finish here coming. When he is standing as judge of the entire earth, it's too late because you won't be believing him because you put your faith in him. You'll believe you'll be believing him because it's self evident. He's right there. There's right. no denying the. Yes. It's right there, and so there's no faith. There's no opportunity for faith to be involved, and there's only one way to be saved, yep. and that is by grace. Through faith. faith. When he's standing before us, there's no opportunity left for faith. And so that's why that happens that way. Lawlessness, delusion, depraved mind, Mm -hmm. out of Romans chapter 1. We've got vaccine passports. Those three things. What then should we do? I'm telling you right now, if you have any calling from God, you need to execute it now. Don't hold on to material possessions. Don't hold on to the fact that, that in the future something... No, today, make the phone call to your parents. Make the phone call to your children. Make the phone call to your neighbor. Walk across the street if you need to. Contact your enemies, anyone. There was a man who was a drunk in England, and he came to the saving knowledge of Christ. And when he came to the saving knowledge of Christ, he said this... This is, feels so real to me, but is it actually real to you guys? And they're like, well, what do you mean? He said, because of how real this is, you guys should crawl across your stomach on broken glass through the other side of London to save anyone that you can if this is right. as real as what you say yeah, it is. Yeah. Now is the time to share the gospel, to evangelize. Trust that the scripture will be the unleashed tiger on the soul of the human being, whoever they might be. And do not pray for wisdom for our leaders that are in Washington, D.C. Pray that the Holy Spirit would break through and save some of them. Many of them can have decisions influenced by God. Ask for God's divine intervention on some of the decisions they're making and pray for their salvation. Do not waste your breath praying for wisdom for people that are completely lost and without without hope. They need the hope of Jesus Christ first, and we need the Holy Spirit to come in and help them. You know, they're going about to make decisions that are going to hurt a lot of people. God, may you intervene, divinely intervene and help America. This is just beyond the pale so now's the time if the end is near now what 
Share the gospel with abandon anywhere and however you can. Emily, final thoughts today. Uh, My encouragement to you is just to realize that as we do enter these last days, however many there are, (laughs) um, we are going to more and more be required to walk by faith. And that means following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so my encouragement is, how much in your day-to-day life do you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit? Yeah, we and we need him to strengthen us because even I worry that I'm going to falter. Right, you know? right. And we tend to then start. And I don't mean even I like, oh, I'm, but I'm just saying my job as a pastor, my job as a Christian broadcaster, I study this stuff and I think, man, do I... Do I have enough to even hold firm and, and stand fast in the right. time of trouble? Because it's know? the same for everybody. It, it doesn't is. really matter your doesn't lot matter. in life, even if you're a influential Bible teaching, whatever. You you have the same things going on inside yep. you that, exactly. that the next guy does. And so just tuning into the Holy Spirit and learning how to abide in Christ so that when those day come when that day, those days come where we do literally need to be led not by our reason and logic, but by the Holy Spirit um, will be, it'll be old, not old hat, but it'll, it will be used to it. Yeah. You know, we, we've done it before. We've seen God move before. We've heard that still small voice inside us before. And so um, just yielding to the to the Holy Spirit, make that a daily goal of yours. Lord, show me how to yield to your spirit. Part of my sadness is the fact that the hostility towards the gospel has always been there, but now they're going to have the state-sponsored hostility behind it, and that's what really makes me sad. Hey, and a form of a form of fake Christianity as well. Oh yeah, you yeah, know there enough. there will be a kind of Christianity that if you ascribe to it, then you're okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's not the. Yeah, real I'm not talking gospel. about that. I was talking about the outright hostility towards Christians. Right. And there's not going to be any prosecution when they come and burn your place down no. or when they harm you. That's no one's going to care. You know, that's what makes the lawlessness so heartbreaking to watch. All right. That's enough for today. Have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could go on and on and on and on, and then we're starting to drone. Have a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean it like that either. The wheels have come off the podcast. The end is near. Now what? Look up. Your redemption draws near. Stay strong. So on behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the word of God today. Share the gospel with abandon with the time that we have left in any way you can think of. And go and serve your king.